0: Willingness to take risks and to be correspondingly rewarded. Yes, if you take risks, some things go wrong, but if you don't take risks, you will never get uh, anywhere. And I think this is something what we need to increase today in
1: Estonia. Welcome to this podcast created by the e Estonia Briefing Centre. In this series, we invite some of the most influential people in politics and business to discuss all angles of digitalization in Estonia and the world. From past learnings to current challenges and future plans. So take a seat, pour yourself a glass of your favorite drink, and enjoy the art of digitalization. Good morning, afternoon, or evening to everyone listening to us today. We are about to start with our very first episode of our brand new podcast, The Art of Digitalization. My name is Annette Numa, and I'm the Digital Transformation Advisor at the Estonia Briefing Center. In our podcast, we are joined by a wide array of experts, obviously, both from the companies and, of course, also the public sector. The podcast will focus mainly on the stories of digitalization, and we give hands-on tips, of course, also definite advice, and we would like to share Share also our lessons in implementing digital solutions all across the world. We also focus on the current issues and developments in Estonia. I hope you are as excited as I am today because it's an honor to introduce you our first guest, who is Andre Sut. Uh, he is the Minister of Entrepreneurship and Information Technology. Uh, Mr. Soots has a very, very impressive career, by the way. He has been working as a vice president at Estonian Bank. Also, he has been the head of banking division of European Stability Mechanism. And he has been also recently member of the Estonian Parliament. So we're so happy to have you with us today. Uh, Thank you for joining. Maybe the first question that I would like to ask you is that how are you doing in this very difficult time right now?
0: Thank you for inviting. Um, yes, you are very right to say that times today are not really uh, the ones we we did expect to see a year ago. Uh, but we are where we are, and uh, for now, I think the most critical uh, task is to to get uh, the COVID under control, to get people uh, vaccinated, and look towards the horizon. So what is behind the horizon? What the future will uh, look like? And uh, digital world is part of the future for sure.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, so knowing that you have lived abroad and worked also abroad many, many, many times in your life, uh, maybe you can just bring it out which countries you have lived. But uh, I would like to start by asking, what was the impression of Estonian digital services from the distance when you lived abroad? Um, did you start valuing it a little bit more when you were abroad or were there any kind of comparable moments in that sense?
0: true i have spent uh, 10 years in total half and half in the us and uh, in luxembourg so two very different countries in terms of size but uh, one in which they are very similar and i think the similarity lays in uh, in global ambition Uh, and uh, of course from the distance uh, you see things differently and uh, some things what you maybe in Estonia take for granted in terms of digital public services or in other digital services. I'm even a simple example uh, of parking uh, you notice that uh, not all of it is available in other countries and, uh, and you see the, the, the progress or a positive difference uh, uh, in favor of Estonia. Uh, but I think one should also be careful uh, here in Estonia not to, to get uh, a bit lazy uh, and, uh, and think that, okay, we are the best. And, and that's why we somehow need to, to put the less effort. Because if you are the best, uh, you either stay the best, or you be, you will become second best or a third best. So, I mean, <laughs> staying uh, staying tuned and staying uh, focused, I think, is critically important.
1: Yeah, but also would you agree that like when we think about Estonians that we are very critical our, ourselves here when we think about these digital solutions and, and when, when delegations, for example, especially where we work at the briefing center, uh, people come and they're super impressed about things. But if you talk to the usual Estonian citizen that has never been abroad or lived abroad, uh, then then maybe they don't appreciate that so much. Or, or should there be any kind of other ways that we'll try to make Estonians appreciate these things a little more internally here?
0: I believe people do appreciate Uh, and they are demanding and uh, demanding customer is always good. Uh, It's better to have demanding customer than uh, not demanding customer. Uh, And uh, we need this push, particularly if uh, we are uh, at the top of a league. Uh, Of course, uh, you need to have a customer and who is always asking, okay, this service is or maybe it's even perfect, but I, I, there is little more extra what I would like to see, because if there is no push, uh, we will get uh, accustomed to and other countries will uh, catch up or, uh, or pass by. I mean, it, it's uh, being critical is good. Uh, uh, and, uh, and, and I think it, it just drives, uh, drives the innovation.
1: All right. Um, As our listeners might be aware already, Estonians can pretty much do everything online when we, I don't know, Talk about even declaring taxes, keeping an eye on our medical records, which is very special right now. Uh, also registering a new business, getting a new driving license, or even when you want to go fishing, that you can get your fishing license from the distance in just a couple of minutes in a way. Uh, and, and of course to end up with voting online. Uh, what do we owe our success to? Has Estonia been, uh, has Estonia been successful because of our historical background or because of our size? Or is, ju- is it just like, I don't know, success, uh, driven decision makers? in a way. What's your opinion about that? What's the formula for Estonian success story in digitalization?
0: Uh, We actually had today uh, a a talk at uh, at a seminar organized by Bank of Estonia, which was uh, precisely dedicated uh, to uh, to the growth uh, after the crisis. And uh, for me, uh, if I look backwards, then uh, I think a critical element why Estonia has succeeded in early 90s or in early 2000s uh, after becoming a member of a uh, of European Union has been the risk appetite. Willingness to take risks and uh, to be correspondingly rewarded. Yes, if you take risks, some things go wrong. But if you don't take risks, you will never get uh, anywhere. And I think this is something what we need to... Uh, increase uh, today in Estonia we should be more uh, risk uh, uh, taker rather than risk averse and of course if I compare back to early 90s or 2000s there was less to lose and a lot to gain today I think uh, uh, conceptually and uh, and psychologically I think most people think okay there is so much to lose if I take a risk but uh, I think we should Across this mental barrier and uh, and be uh, knowingly uh, risk takers, not to put everything in, in one basket, but not to be afraid to make mistakes and uh, and fall somewhere, but uh, knowing that maybe we lose eight out of 10, but the two where we succeed will actually be great. If we would have been very much risk averse back in early 90s or 2000s, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be <laughs> never here uh, where we are today.
1: I absolutely agree with you and we have been discussing this a lot and our former president Mr. Ilves has said many many times that Estonia was like a startup back uh, back in 1990s when we said okay if it's not going to work today we can do something better tomorrow and I don't see these patterns anymore today not in Estonia not in any other country because people are more again uh, afraid of, of taking risky decisions. Uh, but uh, a couple of days ago I actually read an article about Estonian and Lithuanian success story in vaccination part and uh, they actually refer to our online medical platforms and that's why we have been successful with vaccination side. How would you comment on the internal critique towards Estonian Digital Society regarding online vaccination platform? Uh, is there anything that we should have done differently right now or how these, how, how is this process currently looking?
0: Uh, I mean, you can always do better and uh, looking backwards, uh, you you see the the picture much more clearly than uh, you have to make steps uh, going forward. Uh, But I think what uh, has progressed and I I think uh, it it is progressing well and I I hope to hear also some uh, news uh, quite shortly on uh, really... uh, Taking uh, this helping and uh, what uh, the community, the business community has offered to uh, to actually speed up uh, the, the logistics, the, the IT solutions, and uh, and and I uh, what I have seen uh, in terms of work in preparation, I th- I think we will uh, take a step forward, but. Uh, it goes back to the question you asked earlier. I mean, Estonians are critical uh, for services. Uh, I think for for some countries, what we have would have been uh, a big advancement. Uh, but for us, it it still uh, shows that we I, and uh, people are uh, demanding in terms of uh, their user experience. Uh, uh, and of course, there are things in, in logistics, in preparation and everything what, uh, what, what can be improved and are, going, uh, are being improved. Uh, of course, today, the biggest bottleneck uh, is not really the ability to, uh, to vac- uh, vaccinate, but, uh, but the quantity of vaccines uh, uh, available. Uh, so um, you could also ask it differently. Uh, how far we would have been without a digital uh, government services uh, and digital health services? My guess is we would have been uh, much further behind, uh, which doesn't mean that we can't improve. And uh, and with partnership with the IT community, actually, there are some, some tangible improvements uh, in the pipeline, which I think people will hear very soon.
1: I hope so, too. Uh, but let's talk about the future. I always like to talk about the future. Let's say that you're going to stay in your position for the next 10 years. Where would the Estonian digital bat go in these years? Where, where you, if if you could uh, be the person who would be this, uh, who would put the strategy for the next ten years, what would be the most essential things there? Or how do you see the Estonian future when we especially focus on the uh, ICT sector uh, when we when you talk about ten years?
0: Uh, I borrow for an answer uh, from Steve Jobs, who has said uh, that you can't never connect the dots looking forward you can only connect the dots looking backward so you just need to trust that the steps you take uh, somehow and some way will lead to where you want to to be and i think here if you ask what is going to happen in the next 10 years uh, it it is uh Certainly, a journey. I think what has happened with COVID, it has clearly accelerated uh, the trends uh, in uh, in in the world. Be it in technology, uh, it has disrupted, I think, uh, significantly the, the usual uh, business uh, value change. Uh, so, uh, I think uh, what we need is again uh, this open mind. Uh, readiness to take risks and creating uh, the ecosystem which from legal angle uh, from capital market side uh, at from uh, innovation uh, research and development uh, is conducive uh, for people to actually test their ideas here and then uh, the combination of always tests uh, I think the ideas will the great ideas which will change the world will pop up if they are if they are in the right environment so uh, uh, I just have a very very strong belief that if uh, if we uh, keep Estonia as an attractive location uh, for investment uh, for talents to come uh, that the digital uh, path will just unfold let's not build obstacles on the way, but rather remove the obstacles.
1: That sounds exciting. Uh, But now to focus maybe on one single topic that I always uh, find very interesting to discuss about. It's the way how people identify themselves. Uh, When we now jump a little more, 20 years ahead, how do you see uh, the way that people start identifying uh, themselves when they use the government services or even public services, um, are we going to have the fingerprints? Are we going to have just like, uh, I don't know, our iPhones identifying our, ourselves with just the facial uh, methods? Or, or are we going to stick with smart ID and, and mobile ID methods? Um, do you think that this is going to change in, in, in some time soon? Or what's the craziest plan if you could think about this? <laughs> mm,
0: uh, but I think the question is will we have like just one dominant uh, means of identification? I'm not sure I think it's it's good to have uh, uh, again here also open mind for different technologies uh, if I look from uh, like consumer perspective which I think is uh, and that's maybe one important point in in overall this digital uh, journey uh, uh, it's not an engineering exercise because it is always done uh, for the benefit of a customer uh, so if if we think in terms of also uh, means for identification I mean from today's means what I can uh, say, what is most convenient for me is uh, is uh, face recognition. Is it going to be the only and the dominant one? I don't know. Technology uh, will evolve. I think the important the, the flip side of a coin, of course, is that there will be interoperability uh, of a different uh, data systems also uh, cross border with two recognition for privacy. But, but everybody knows that uh, Annette is Annette and Andres is Andres. Uh, I think this, this is an important side for, for all identification uh, processes that, that this is secure. Uh, you can always verify uh, what is the end uh, solution for a customer or, or uh, I don't know, border official is a different matter. But, uh, but I think Technology will always uh, find solutions. It's important that the legal side is there and people have confidence.
1: Yeah, when we even our listeners who don't know, so uh, turning the time of the crisis, we also changed one thing in Estonia, which was uh, that we can now also manage all of our nuts reactions uh, fully also remotely so that we have this way that we can verify ourselves, which is the face and our document online. So this is already uh, available already here. So uh, I hope all the other countries will follow up with that as, as well. But um, seeing as many countries don't have much trust in the government or there are still countries who don't have this kind of dem- democratic system, do you think that this e-governance solutions or the exosystem would be even possible like that it would be operating also in a country where there is not a democratical system?
0: I mean, if there is no democracy, then I think it's very difficult to think of uh of any uh, ecosystem uh, in digital sphere or in in uh, in in business or or in uh, in public uh, freedoms so uh but for democracies uh of course the the trust is is critical and i think uh, the the e-voting is 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 excellent example where uh, in my opinion uh technical solution actually enhances the democracy because you will get more people to vote it is just more convenient uh, if it is raining or snowing outside uh, you would prefer to stay at home but you don't have to go out uh, in order to vote and that's why I think all these solutions uh, which make uh, people's lives better uh, are great for for democracy are great for well-being of people and uh, and we, there is another angle, of course, and that is uh, the digital inclusion, uh, because also in Estonia there are very I mean, different statistics, but uh, some say it's at least 10 percent, some others say it's even close to 20 or around 20 uh, percent of population who, who are not uh, friends with the digital world. And, and that is also something what we need to, 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 uh, to adjust and, uh, and pay attention to.
1: Um, Since you started talking about the eyewating system, this was exactly what I also wanted to discuss with you. Since when did you start using the iVoting application yourself uh, or, or participate in elections? Or where have you been the most remarkable places where you have been uh, using the iVoting application? Just speaking about my own experience here, I have been in Paris at the airport. Uh, I have been in the Paris island of Maldives uh, voting online as well when we have had elections. Uh, if, if you have any kind of memories to bring it up here, where was the craziest place that you just open your computer and you were like, OK, I'm going to participate in Estonian elections right now?
0: I didn't have any craziest place, but I was able to vote electronically in, in both of my expert homes. So, and that was a great, uh, great help because otherwise you, you have to go to embassy and depending where you live. Uh, for me, embassy was also an option in the US, but, uh, but it, it's clearly uh, far more convenient. And as I said, uh, in my opinion, it uh, it really helps uh, helps democracy. It, it helps participation, and uh, the higher the participation in elections, uh, it, uh, the better it is. So, and I know that many people, like like you brought your own example, uh, have been uh, voting in in very different. Places. I guess you can also uh, vote uh, on the airplane. Uh, as there is many in well, once we start flying again, uh, which I haven't done for a year, but uh, but there is basically no limit. I mean your location uh, essentially doesn't uh, constrain you. And if there is internet also via space. What Elon Musk is, uh, is offering, and maybe at one point also Estonia will offer. So there is no limit.
1: Yeah, let's see how that goes. Um, But um, if you could point out like three services that must be working online as soon as possible, we're not talking about in Estonia here, but in in all the European countries. Um, Services that are the most time critical in a way, which services would you name that we need to have as soon as possible?
0: Of course, if we now think of exiting the COVID crisis, uh, clearly, the vaccination uh, passport, the electronic vaccination passport, is something uh, what would be of uh, of big help, uh, and that is a global trust work uh, network. What uh, we have been also promoting, and there is a project under the World Health Organization. Uh, I think it's everything what relates to a cross-border uh, data movement, uh, because. Uh, If we think in terms of business, uh, the more uh, the EU has basically the freedom, uh, free movement of people, capital, services. uh, And I would add a fourth, uh, data, because this is sort of a forward-lookingly, clearly very, uh, very important angle. Uh, So that would be uh, uh, two points, and um uh, yeah maybe uh sort of something on uh, on on the con- i mean the the the, the entire e-commerce uh, has also become uh, very important so uh, mm, but it's it's also connectivity uh, so that we we will have really households businesses connected to the internet Either via cable or uh, or uh, or uh, uh, wireless, and of course 5G uh, as the time comes. Uh, so there is a lot but, uh, what what uh, what is in the pipeline.
1: I would also especially focus on, on the medical record side because as you as you brought it out, we have a free movement. We can we can live and work in all different European countries, but our medical information is not coming with us. Uh, I have heard many stories when people have been struggling getting access to the medicals, or you have to go through all the analyzes from the start again, uh, which I I don't think should be that way in the year 2021. Um, So I guess Estonia has shown a very good example with uh, working with different countries such as Finland, Portugal, uh, Croatia, where we can also uh, get access to our medicals there uh, from the the pharmacies. So I I do hope that this is going to continue also uh, on a European level one day and hopefully soon because I guess we are already too late, but if we're going to start working with this already today, then maybe we can get rid of this problem in a way. Uh, But what's the, the... the service that would be the most powerful if it was compatible in every single country on Earth. Hmm. The most powerful, wa- powerful one.
0: <laughs> uh, I think it is at the end still about the ecosystem. If we would, uh, if we look at uh, the digital services ecosystem in Estonia, I think the, the, the fundamental value is not in any individual piece of the services but they do uh, the fact that they do coexist and they are interoperable uh, because you can I mean if you would import a single service from here let's say even if we take this uh, virtual uh, recognition uh, at the the public notaries I mean if it would be only service I don't think it would really make society much uh, richer or uh, faster or, or better but it's, it's really the, the enabling environment uh, which will uh, keep this, uh, innovation in digital services uh, growing and, and that I think is important uh, and uh, it's not a miracle of uh, technology, I think it's more miracle of, uh, of, uh, of a regulation and a legal setup uh, what is not standing on the way of technology to come up with the new inventions and the new services. Uh, so I don't think there is one, one single uh, single thing but more uh, the the combination of, uh, of uh, I, I would say, convenience uh, that's, uh, and efficiency. Yeah, but and cybersecurity also for that matter.
1: Yeah, that links to every sector in a way. Um, but uh, personally speaking, is there a gadget or a device that you're using daily that helps you to save most of your time? Or is it just like fun to use? Which kind of devices, catch uh, gadget you would bring it out here?
0: Uh. Well, it's, it, what, what, and that's a, a good question. Is it uh, saving your time or taking your time? If, uh, if I look at the time what I spend on my uh, smartphone, that, the screen time probably should be much less than, uh, than I average today. So uh, uh, I'm not a big uh, fan of, uh, of, I mean, I try to keep uh, sort of some gadget free time for me as well, and that I think is important that you uh, you you don't uh, lose sight from uh, personal relationships uh, and and uh, uh, and sort of a non digital uh, world uh, where we all live. Uh, so make maximum use of the digital convenience, but uh, keep also personal contacts uh, that is well maybe a personal contact is my my favorite uh, favorite device of course today uh, you can't really use them in a way as you used to uh, because of a covid uh, but uh, but combining really digital and uh, and and personal touch i think is, is really important
1: that was an excellent answer and now i have the very last question to you do you feel pressure to be a minister of IT in one of the most digital country in the world? Or what helps you to keep yourself informed or ahead of the curve?
0: I feel an uh, enormous amount of responsibility. Uh, and as it is also true, uh, no one in this position uh, is uh, appointed or is taking this position against his or her own will so this is what I was ready for. Uh, and I would like to see some big things uh, happening uh, in Estonia going forward uh, in terms of uh, 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 business uh, environment in Estonia, in terms of keeping our digital age. Uh, if we talk about uh, green transition, uh, digital transformation, innovation drive. These are all uh, for me integrated uh, elements and I I really would like to see that we will now take the next step on the road, which we started back in early 90s uh, when we introduced the the market economy. back in 2004 when we became member of the EU and now 2021 that we are back with proper risk appetite to lay foundation uh, for the next uh, journey. And this is what uh, I would like to achieve. Uh, and I hope it will also turn out to be uh, in that way.
1: Well, I can only wish you a very good luck with working and, and hopefully all your plans will work an, out in a way. Uh, so that was a great kickoff uh, from our first episode. I would like to say thank you to all of our listeners today and of course to Mr. Suit for joining us today. Please stay tuned uh, for our next episode and I would like to send you all the warmest uh, um, also greetings and I hope that every one of you are going to stay healthy and well and, and hopefully we will see each other soon. So have a great day.